It's better to keep your mouth shut and let people think you're an idiot than to open it and leave no doubt. You know, I hope there's Bigfoot. I don't think there is. What a beautiful woman. Wow. He's, AJ's doing Whoa. some things right down So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with Pop. Welcome to the podcast. And we're back at it again. Uh, we'd like to welcome the ladies and gentlemen into the Three Man Rush podcast. It's your host, with the, along with three other hosts, my name's Jake Bilger. We're here with Tom, Beard, Hi, Drew, I'm Garrett, and Calvin Johnson. The one and only Calvin here. Johnson. Here. Uh, here. They're all present, and we'd like to get the, uh, you know, Week 12 recap going. We saw a lot of college football yesterday, whether it was on the TV screen or in person, and we're going to get some of that talked about. I want to go through our clown noses first, and I've, I've got a special one for you, but I'd like to hear what you guys got, got on the docket first for you. Can I go first? Because mine, mine's not mine's not college football related. Yeah, it's fine. Go ahead. I've lost my shoes. <laughs> I don't know where they went. I have no clue. But my shoes are gone. I think that's I a looked, everywhere they... Cal. You know who took them? I can tell you immediately. That's a Chris Dyer situation right there. Did, that, did he take my shoes? I have no clue. But if anyone's gonna do it, it was definitely him. <laughs> Dyer wasn't at my house, so I, I don't think it was him. But my okay. shoes are gone. Uh, so what, what what kind of shoes are we talking? They're, they're those white on clouds. I loved them. Loved them a lot. Well, rest in piss. I don't know. I can tell you where they are. So I'm going to be walking around with my new balances like, that I hold, that I use as slides. That's a tough one. Um, bring out the Jordans, Cal. The, the soles of the Jordan 11s have fallen off. <laughs> That's that's the only way to wear them though. If you wear them that long, you know they got a lot of love. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, uh, well, we'll be praying for you, Cal. We'll get those shoes I, back. I, I, there's only one other place they could be, and they're not there. I simply will probably just not be a part of this podcast any longer. We'll have to boot Calvin off if he loses his on clouds for good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we'll uh, change your name to the Two Man Rush Podcast. I speaking of boys, hey. I was just looking to, and I guess I can do this. Uh, our 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 Instagram, yeah, our Instagram is the the name is still Three Man Front. Oh really? Yes, yeah, so we need to change that. Seriously, the, the, like our actual, our like our uh, username is Three Man Rush, but it, uh, underneath where it oh says yeah, it's you're right, you're right. Yeah, I'll change that in three seconds here. That's big time. Sorry to disappoint all the fans. Boom! Follow us on on Instagram at Three Man Rush FB. Yeah, the 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 username is not different, but we definitely should have edited the the actual profile name. Uh, I got I got a special clown nose this week, and that's for anybody that thought Griffin Kell wasn't nailing that field goal as TCU scrambled to get their guy out there. If you thought he was missing that field goal after they ran it on third and seven, and then realized, oh fuck, we can't spike it, then it'll be it's already fourth down. 
and had to run all 11 players on there to kick a field goal to keep their college football playoff hopes um, intact. What a wild decision that was to run the ball there. And then, I mean, just uh, just an absolute stupid decision, but it worked out. And to anybody that thought that kick wasn't going in, clown nose for you. I have a clown nose. I didn't have a doubt that it was going to go in. I just had a doubt they were going to get it off in time. Yeah. That was my only worry. That was actually my only worry. We were we were but, talking uh, about it. Somebody forgot their helmet. They would have lost. Oh yeah. If that if that fan at the Arkansas game would have stole one of the kicker's helmets, they were screwed. Yeah, yeah. That would have been a real felony at that point. I I have a clown nose. It's not it's not to the people that stayed at our house this weekend, but at this weekend they bought a whole bunch of canes and they just left it here. So I just had a free canes meal when I got back from the bars the other night. So that's nice. Yeah, actually, that's a it's a fruit basket. Thank you for that free canes. It was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, um, I have a fun one. Um, Kirk Cousins, God, Kirko. Um, Kirk Cousins snapped his thirty nine game streak of having a touchdown. Dallas Cowboys peed on him. Don't know what else to say. They peed on him, but that's that's it. Perk Cousins. Perk Cousins. Looks like Perk Cousins overdosed. Yeah, he had a little too much with for him. But, Kirk. Hey. Why? Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Thuggins. My goodness, I can't talk. Kirk Thuggins turned into Kirk Thuggins Cousins. There you go. This weekend. He went for what? A- it was a tough week for Kirko. Um, hey, how bad is my sir? How bad is my. Oh, it's pretty ass. Pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's not good it's not great god we're keeping this in though i think about should, should i join on my phone is that gonna mess things up i don't yeah. think so you can might as well try just adds a little bit of character yeah just a little bit of grit to the pod yeah bill's character you guys are getting some uh some behind the scenes here we're going through some te- technical difficulties clown knows my connection to my wife i just brutal yeah clown knows to to, to uh sudden link Anyways, uh, so <laughs> we were talking. You were talking about the Cowboys and Big Kirko, but Tom, what you really missed was an incredible classic game between the DePaul Blue Demons and the Oklahoma State Cowboys in the Baja Mar third place game. That's what you missed. Oh, Who my won? bad. <laughs> I, I am very sorry, Jake. I missed so, that. One. Yeah, you missed. You missed a great game there. Uh, you know, former um, OU Sooner Emoja Gibson had a, a solid ball game. Sixth year senior. I love Emoja. How many points do you have? Him and your and A are both on the Blue Demons. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, a little, little bit more OU and OSU camaraderie. Yeah, I think you got to love it. They're on the Panthers together, <laughs> teaming up for one of the worst NFL teams, one of the worst NFL backfields, and they're yeah. teaming up for one of the worst Power 5 conference teams in all of college basketball. <laughs> Look at us go. Come on. Did, uh, did you guys beat DePaul? We did beat I'm DePaul. Sorry. We did. We were up How much did Oja have? Uh, I think he had a lot of points. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, he, he definitely had, she had at least 20, I think. He probably had like eight threes. He, yeah, I don't know if he had some issues. He had 17, so I was wrong. He, he was three for 14. Maybe I didn't turn the game on in time. He also was 0 for 5 from three. <laughs> he shot a lot yeah, of free throws, though, so he was kind of on the TV gets, a lot. That's what he gets for leaving. Well, can't shoot, can't shoot anywhere but Lloyd Noble. He's getting some shine there for the Blue Demons there. That's nice. Mm. Sounds like he's getting his ass kicked. I didn't know that DePaul was the Blue Demons. I thought they were the Blue Dragons. I, 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 I didn't thought well, they... Isn't, isn't their logo a dragon? That's what I thought. 
I mean, for, for where the hell is DePaul? Chicago. Yeah, we we drove past it. Remember we drove that soccer past field. It, Tom? We yeah, did. Yeah, multiple They're, times. They have like an outdoor soccer field on their campus. That oh, runs yeah, through the that's L. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. DePaul. DePaul is probably the most irrelevant basketball program that's in the Big East. So it's a tough one. Didn't they used to be pretty good though? Like back in the day. Like way back in the day. Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, they haven't been good for my lifetime. I'm the same. Now that they've got through the three fingered legend, you wore an A. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, after. I remember, remember seeing him freshman year ride around in a bird. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's a seven footer. Yeah. A little, a little baby scooter. Yeah, it was awesome. A little scooter boy. Hey, do I sound better? Do I sound better? No, not, not really. No. <laughs> you sound oh, louder, actually, though. Somehow, uh, somehow kind of worse. What a joke. All right, I'm working on this. You guys keep talking. I'm trying uh, to join. Honestly, Cal, it's not that bad right now. Yeah, yeah it sounds, fine. sounds decent right now, but it, it'll cut out eventually. Yeah, it'll cut out. Yeah. Well, what's a you're you're not moving on my screen right now. You're frozen. You guys weren't moving either. This <laughs> <laughs> is a joke. Hey, this, this is a good time to to announce that we're having a live pod uh, for our next episode. Probably a smart time to tell everybody. Yeah. Live yeah. Pod. Live pod for our next episode. They'll come out probably Wednesday. Um, we're gonna have a live pod. Everybody in person. It'll be the first live pod we've done. So it'll be exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, anything else you guys want to talk about the live pod? I'm just excited that hey, we'll be uh, We, I want to play golf on Wednesday. So should we do a live pod from the golf course? Ooh, from I like, feel like it would be too cold. Have a cart cam. It's supposed, it's supposed to be like sixty. Yeah, I'm in, man. I'm in. We'll, we'll uh, we could oh, we, we could have people text us in questions and then respond to them while we're golfing. While we're we golfing. can have a we can have a cart cam. All right, set the card cam up, Drew. <laughs> you, you take care of that, and we'll we'll do it. All right. So, what's the first game that can't, that you guys want to talk about on here? Um, I think we pull the bandaid off. We'll rip Bad it off. Loam. Uh, we should we should wait for Calvin here to get some connection. Um, I'm just gonna call it how it is, man. I'm just gonna say what it is. There's a lot of people that can be blamed for this bullshit, man. There's a lot. I'm not gonna come on here and be the. You know, during the, the the first quarter, I said fire everyone. I said immediately fire every <laughs> single person involved. Um, you know, we, we figured out a little bit. You know, it wasn't as bad as the first quarter indicated. Um, but that's what makes it more painful as a fan. And I'll be honest with you, everyone in this program that is a fan of Oklahoma State, everyone in this program is ready to take that next step. Like there's there's an obvious opportunity when Oklahoma. I'm not going to say Texas because Texas is not that good. But when Oklahoma leaves the Big Twelve, there's an obvious opportunity for Oklahoma State to be the top tier in the Big Twelve. But with Mike Gundy, I'm just going to call it how it is, man. I don't think we're going to take that step. I don't think we will. I love Mike Gundy. He's the best coach we've had in school history. He doesn't deserve to be fired. That's the truth. He's a great coach. But I do not believe in him enough to take the next step. And a lot of that's because he won't fire people. Like Charlie Dickey, man, I I don't know what to say. I mean, our, our offensive line is, is horrible. Like, it is sad. The amount of four-man rush and three-man rushes I saw last night that just got home immediately is just, like, insane. Like, it's nuts. Um, Spencer Sanders played horribly bad, but he also has no help and he threw the ball 67 times. So like, what are we going to do? Who is an idiot with no Wi-Fi? I'm going to guess Calvin. Cal. That's me. I think, I, I think I'm getting better, but we don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to join. We still have, we have two Calvin. I think, I think right your now. Wi-Fi now is pretty fine, honestly. It says my network bandwidth is low. Well, that's tough. God. Spencer Sanders' network bandwidth was low. 
See, I'm gonna be honest with you. Center Sanders, he's had no chance. Yeah, he, 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 he played bad. I mean, he didn't have a good game. I'm not defending him, but he got into a little bit of a rhythm, and then <laughs> immediately he's throwing when five people are in his lap. Like he has no chance. With that offensive line, there is nothing you can do. There's nothing. I was about to say you made OSU made OU's defensive line look like one of the top in the country. And we are one of the worst. That's the thing that makes me so angry is because I know this team is pretty dang good, but you cannot do anything. But like it is is such a catalyst to have an incredible offensive line. But if you don't have a good offensive line or even average, there you can't do anything. Like it, there's nothing you can accomplish. You, you can't run the ball for five yards. You can't. I mean, it's you could run a double reverse pass. It doesn't work because you don't have any guys that can block. It doesn't matter. So like these people are calling for Casey Dunn's head. I'd rather just call for the offensive line because coach should have. Like I don't. Casey Dunn is not great, but. It's not his fault. He, he can scheme up anything. You can't do it with offense line. I got good news. Boy, do I have good news. What's that? Two news. Hi-Fi is back on. And here's the deal. Here's, here's my two cents on the OSU game. It seems almost identical to the game from 2020 where we, we, were, we didn't show up. Nothing was going our way. We kind of climbed back into the game in the second half. We have multiple, multiple opportunities. But our offense is, for some reason, a shell of itself, and we're, we're taking knees and punting when we should be going for it while the other team is absolutely going for it on fourth down because they, they just have they have more nuts than we do. That's just what it is. Uh, it, it's very soft. It's very sorry. It, it just it wasn't a fun day yesterday. Outside of the fact of uh, South Carolina putting up 60 or 70 almost on Tennessee, that was kind of cool. But, yeah, just that game itself was, was kind of a, was a shock. I had fun. And honestly, it wasn't even a shock. It wasn't even a shock. That's the problem, Calvin. It wasn't shocking. Like, literally, as it started, I said, oh, we're doing this again. We're doing this, we're doing this shit again. Yeah. Yeah, literally, that's what happened. It's just one of those things. When the team gets off the bus, they they literally were not even prepared to play at all. And it's like, like, what are we doing in the locker room and in practice for five or six days? Because they showed up and they had no, we had no plan. No plan at all. And like, like that, that kind of stuff, it will drive me insane because we played three quarters as the better team, like just the better team. We played so awful in the first five minutes that we could not recover. That's how bad we played in the first five minutes. Like, I think if y'all, if y'all would have started running with Spencer from the get-go, y'all would have won the game. Well, he'd also get injured, though, Tom. That's the problem. We, yeah. we, are, we changed our entire – it seemed like we run the ball all year long. Yeah, start, until yeah. – And then today, we or yesterday, we just started throwing – what are we – like it – here's the deal here's my biggest here's the thing that makes me the most upset is there's a guy that plays for tcu named trevor ailey and that guy has got to be laughing on the downfall of oklahoma state right now yeah probably making brought, TikTok can't, about it. can't believe we brought trevor ailey i don't know why he came to my mind but that's that's the guy i thought of. that's how bad the game was i started thinking about trevor ailey oh well that was a better thought than what was going on in the field better thoughts I, than that's fine I have I have one thing to say about the OU about OU OSU, um, Calvin. A couple podcasts ago, you said OU was a team that does not matter. Well, your team just lost to someone that doesn't matter. I mean, that doesn't change the fact you, you guys don't matter. I mean, neither. No, I know. I just no, absolutely. We we lost to multiple teams this year that don't matter. Yeah, we, we lost to Kansas. <laughs> we lost to Kansas too. We we don't matter either, to be quite honest. I mean, there was a there was a point this season where we did matter, and then a lot of injuries and a lot of bullshit happened. Like, I mean, there, there, there's just there, I, I don't even know what to say at this point because it, like, I, like Calvin said, like to the point where we start expecting stuff like this, it's like we gotta do something else. Like, and, and I get the people that are like, 
oh, you should be grateful. This just shit used to be worse. Well, wouldn't that want to make you want to make it better? Like, this is unacceptable. Like, it's plain unacceptable. Like, I'm not going to – I hate the OSU fans are like, well, at least it's not the 90s. At least it's not, you know, the 1970s. Fuck that, dude. Like, that's just a horrible attitude to have. Like, And, and to go on top of that, like, that, that that's the thing that OU fans are hearing. That's the yeah. thing that OU fans are saying, too. Like, well, at least it's not the 90s. Like, no, absolutely not. For both of these teams in this game – like obviously there has to be a winner and a loser, but for both of these teams in this game, this there have been pl- or fans this year that have been saying, well at least it's not as bad as the '90s because both OU and OSU were absolutely terrible in the '90s. So uh, it, it, it's so bad, it's so soft to hear that kind of comments from from fans where it's like, dude, like we got a taste of, for OSU, we got a taste of it last year. OU they've been to the mountaintop, they've been, they've gotten to the college football playoff. So this, no matter what the situation is, it just isn't acceptable for for teams that are are, are should be in the national spotlight every year, year in and a year out. My, my thing is, is like, there are so many people at Oklahoma State right now that like we have, we, we do, we recruit well at every other sport, but football, we, where we don't try. And it's, and we, when we do try, it's fine. Like it's a tw- top 25, top 30 class, which is all you really got to do. And like Mike Gundy has shown he can develop the guys, but he doesn't even get guys that are able to be developed. Like some of these guys, like Jake Springfield, I, I hate to name names. He should not be out there. He's a walk-on. He does not need to be the right tackle for three years. He's a walk-on. Like, and, I, and he, he's working his butt off. He's trying his best. He's not good enough. Like, that's the kind of stuff that, like, you could just go get a transfer, like, or someone, like, anyone else, really, and do a better job. And, like, that, that's the kind of stuff that just drives me nuts because, like, the fan base, the donors, like, everyone else wants to take that next step as a program, except for Mike Gundy. And he won't take that step. He just won't do it. And, I, like, at that point, you just kind of have to, like, I don't know. You got to move on feel, at some point. I, I feel like I feel like Mike Gundy, year in and out, year in, year out, always coaches scared against OU for some no, reason. It, I, I, a million oh, percent. That's a fact. If, OU were, if OU wore Texas Tech's helmets, we would have four three, four to five more wins in, in his era against them. It's just it, he sees that helmet, he shits his pants. Yeah, I don't – I mean, it makes me happy, obviously, but, like, I don't understand it. Like, why not just play the same way you've been playing all year? Why try to change things up? But – I don't know. Wish we could understand that. Wish we could understand that, man. And like, and then I, that, my thing is like, I get, I get it. Like, we're not going to play OU very much longer, but like, that's why there's such a big opportunity is because they're the, they've been the best team in the conference. You've been the second best for 15 plus years now. So like, if they're going to leave the conference, you should be the shoe in to be, to be the next team. And like, and we're just letting teams like TCU and Baylor and like these, these kind of teams that, just pass us by like that that angers me to no end because you just just shouldn't happen just shouldn't it just shouldn't happen but whatever it's it's the end of the osu ou because i don't want to talk about it anymore unless you guys have other conference good for uh good for uh what's his nuts brent venables getting his first bedlam win i guess that's good for him Uh, basically it it was it was honestly given to him to be quite frank but uh good for good for venables well and then he gets to go to a bowl game too which is big for a program like my last I'm gonna be this honest. If yeah. you didn't go to a bowl game, I would be a very ornery, not happy boy. <laughs> well, you need you need the practices too. That's the thing about bowl game. Yeah. You get 30 extra practices. Yeah. This is this is what I expected Brent Venables' defense to look like all look like all year. Fly around the ball, play physically. There's something they haven't done all year. Well, it starts like, up front. They, they, like the they, they just looked like they cared in that game. So mm. Yeah, I mean, when you rush three people and you get home in two seconds, it makes it a lot more fun. 
Uh, can I name a name? I want to name a name on the offensive line. No, we could say all five of them, Kevin. <laughs> None of them are good. Uh, the I, ones I that are good are hurt. I won't say his name, but if, if the offensive line at Oklahoma State happens to be listening to this podcast and you are thinking, is he talking about me? Absolutely. I'm talking about you. That, you're, you're who I'm talking about. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I mean, I, they seem like they're all good people, and that's the thing. I don't want to name drop, but it's just ridiculous, bro. Like, holy their, shit. Their profile pictures make them look like good humans. I will say, if we did have Birmingham, Hunter Woodard, and Queso Brooks, maybe it's a little different, but my God. Not even different outcome, just different, like, protection. Like, no, they're, they're all- there would have been no different outcome. Spencer might have had one second on a third down once or twice. Yeah. Also, what Jeff Levy did after the first quarter is just an absolute embarrassment. I don't, yeah, I don't that, know if we got a first down in the second half. I don't know if that we got a first a good, down in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, that okay. Good, that, we need to – yeah, go ahead, Cal. Yeah, I was just saying, yeah, that, that like it was good for you guys. Like the defense looked really good, specifically at the beginning of the game. But the offense, first of all, didn't really need to go that far to score. Second of yeah. all um, – that we weren't ready to play you get up 28 and then like you guys kind of do what we we've done all years we get up by a lot and then just kind of sit on the lead and hope to god the other team doesn't get it back of course you guys got you guys got the win so it it worked out but a lot of times last night like like oh you like has to score yeah there was there was definitely an there was like a whole quarter where if you just scored a field goal we were we would have quit the last last i got nervous i was shaking in my boots yeah, that last that that last Spencer Sanders interception made me yeah, that, that, was, that that sealed the game. That was the worst one, man. He threw it. He threw it over. He threw a late over the middle pass to a number ninety. That that just can't happen. Like that's just a bad choice. Well, I, oh, we oh. He got he got kind of lucky. He should have ended with six interceptions that game. Six or Easily. seven. Seven. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he could have, but also, like, at some point, you got to be able to run the ball for five yards and help him out a little bit. Like when you're when you're looking at three people rushing him, there's going to be eight people in coverage, and then you're going to throw throw four people back, on the route. Four against eight is not going to be very good odds. I went back and watched all the uh, the entire game today because I was bored, and um, or at least most of the game, and I saw a stat that this is the lowest Oklahoma State has ever rushed the ball, like yards per carry. It's like 3.5 or something like that. It's the lowest in Gundy's career. 3.5 inches. That's what it feels like. Wait a second. That's a lot. No, no, 3.5 yards per carry is, like, really bad. Oh, no, 3.5 inches. Like, that's kind of a lot. Seems like a little too much to be honest with you. Yeah, that, that feels like that feels like a lot for us. It does, yeah. that does feel like quite. And I'll tell you what, Tom. In twenty was it twenty fifteen? Yeah, twenty fifteen. We were ten and zero. We were running the ball for like three yards to carry, and we had ten wins. And it was it was horrible. And we like we just got lucky to play Kansas late in the season. Yeah, like the the lucky. offensive line has been a problem for like years, but it's so bad now that it's like unrecoverable. It's, also. It's kind of- it's kind of weird though, because you guys usually have at least a decent offensive line. No, I don't know, Drew. <laughs> Not with Charlie Dickey as our offensive line coach. We haven't had one good one. They were all right last year. I would say they were pretty all like average. But again, they were had, got injured. Yeah. When you guys had Justice Hill and Chuba Hubbard, those were good offensive lines. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, they they were all right. They were all right. The the one, when we had Justice, the offensive line was was pretty good. Yeah, I'll give you that. But when Ch- I think Chuba was just good. When I think of good offensive lines, I think of like teams like this is of course like the best of the best. But I think of like the Clemson offensive line from a few years ago with their national championship. I think of like those. You know, like if you were to compare those type of offensive lines to the one OSU has, and really OU has kind of had recently, 
this year it's like, you know, geez, like it's not good. Just a completely different ball game, man. And that's uh that's one thing I, I will uh it's completely off topic, but I'll give to the Eagles. Like, um, we draft offensive linemen like first overall. Like, like if we had the number one over, overall pick, I guarantee we would draft offensive linemen. And it just makes it easier for the players that are actually on the skill positions because they know that they're not gonna get killed after a second. Yeah, people always say quarterback's most important position, but if you have a good quarterback with no protection, it doesn't matter. It does not it matter. It, it is Justin so shocking. Fields has proven it. Yeah, yeah, Justin Fields is a perfect Literally. example. Yeah, they, they are good. The Bears are going to waste his career. Waste it. Although they're they're trying to get better offensive line. I know, but they I they're getting better too late. Like they should. I mean, you got to do stuff for that offensive line. Yeah, you've got to. Yeah, well, especially when you can draft players. Like if, if Oklahoma State could draft, I'm sure they have a better offensive line. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't know. I don't know if we would. Honestly, it would be pretty pretty close. No, your guys' first pick would be a receiver. You're probably right. Or probably be a long snapper. Hey, we just had a snapper in the country, man. We did. We did. We also have Don't an incredible, incredible kicker that will never never need to play because our offense is anemic. Oh, my gosh. He doesn't miss. <laughs> our kicker is incredible, but we don't even need to put him out there. Yeah. Oh. Don't forget who the long snapper you is. Never forget. Who's, who's that? Who's the Oklahoma Sooners? <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, the um. In fact, one of the lawn snappers is playing is playing tonight for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he, is, he has been there for probably fifty years. Yeah, he might be the best lawn snapper who ever lived. If we're being honest. The Michael Jordan of long snapping. Yeah, I don't think he's ever missed. Dude, everyone that touches a football tonight uh, as a center for Kansas City will be an OU sooner. Creed Humphrey and Winchester. Yeah. And, what other uh, games? Yeah. What other games we want to talk about? This yeah, time? yeah. Let's get let's get off of Bedlam. Obviously, no one wants to hear any more about that shit. Uh, let's go. What do you think about Georgia Kentucky? That was actually kind of interesting game. Sixteen to six is the final. Georgia wins, but uh, I don't know. They didn't get outplayed by Kentucky, obviously. But it, they only scored one touchdown against a team we saw Tennessee kind of whip up on. I don't know. Kentucky had lost to Vanderbilt the week before. I was a little surprised to see Georgia only score 16. Kentucky could be the most confusing team in college football. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, they are. They're really confusing. And they they have a receiver that's incredible, though. Um, He's a true freshman, Barryon Brown. Ten catches, 145 yards, and a touchdown against that defense is like a hard thing to do. Very hard. So that guy, I mean, he, he he might be pretty fucking good. Sounds yeah, like it. Who's going to throw the ball to next year? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Not the guy that I watched um, play against South Carolina for Kentucky. He needs to not be out there. <laughs> yeah. But do you guys yeah, want to talk? Yeah. Go ahead, Drew. I'm, I'm, I wasn't able to watch that much football yesterday because I was just – we were kind of out, out and about doing stuff right before Bedlam happened. So what I were we just had a chance to winking. We were sit, we were standing in porta potty lines is what we were freaking doing, and winking, yeah, and sneaking Wait. in. You guys want to talk about the the TCU Baylor game though, the ones we got to watch oh. at eleven a.m. Oh, that was incredible! Yeah. That was yeah. an awesome game. The TCU is the TCU is the they're like Auburn in twenty thirteen. They just keep getting lucky. Oh, like, Bell, come on! They're not that yeah. lucky though. Yeah, they're not that lucky, but <laughs> I'm like a like a lesser extent. Yeah, that Auburn team they, they, had nine lives. 
they just keep coming back. I, I think I think the games I thought they were gonna one hundred percent lose against K State when they were down big to them. Came back. I thought they were one hundred percent gonna lose to Baylor. They came back. They're they're a resilient group apparently. Who do they have left? Iowa State. Iowa State, and then the Big Twelve Championship. Um, Iowa State's gonna do it again. Oh boy, is it at Iowa State? Oh, I think it is. Oh, if it's boy, a night, boy. if it's a night game, names. Oh, oh boy. boy. No, at home, at home, Iowa State. Okay, we're good. We're, we're good. The hypno the total save them. Can you oh, imagine boy. if they lost at home to Iowa State at three p.m.? That would be a real <laughs> tough loss. Yeah. See, if it was a night game in Ames, you, you can bet your bottom dollar Hunter Deckers is throwing for four hundred fifty yards. Hunter Deckers will be Joe Montana. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's the deal with TCU. They are they are the Arkansas of last year. Where I'm fine with them being good for a year. That's fine. But their fans are very annoying. They can't be good for more than for a very extended amount of time because I can't stand their fans one bit. I'll be honest, though, Calvin. Would you rather like what other fan base would you rather be? There's not enough TCU fans to like annoy me yet. You know what I mean? I guess that's true. It just it, everyone I've run into that's an actual TCU fan. I just don't do. I do not like them at all. <laughs> uh, that's fair. You, you know, I, I just feel like if it was if it was like anybody else, I'd be like, oh, they kind of suck even more. You know who I feel be like who I feel like would be really really annoying. I mean, because I don't know that many of them, but I see them on Twitter. It's Texas Tech fans. I mean, they're they're not uh, like they have had the god sent season. They're six and five. Let me tell you, there's a guy, Crabtree, that if Texas Tech was good, he would think he's the entire world. Yeah, yeah Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Crabtree. <laughs> there's some Twitter. There's some Twitter warriors. They go oh, crazy on Twitter. Yeah, no, Texas Tech. Texas Tech has a really good fan base, like a big yeah. one at least. That's why. That's why I think they'd be very annoying. Yeah, I agree. Thank God Man. they get humbled by their shit football team. Every yeah, year. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those tortillas go to waste. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, Texas Tech could have uh, the the 2011 Pro Bowl team, and they'd probably go six and six. I mean, they literally had Patrick Mahomes. Literally. Yeah, they had Patrick Mahomes and were had what? They went even that year. Uh, they, they made a bowl game. That's was, it. Uh, they had a couple. <laughs> they always have the receivers. Like really, they just have all the intangibles. Really athletic. They're tall. They're lanky. <laughs> yeah, they do. Like like Wes Welker. No. <laughs> the long lanky Wes like, Welker. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. Danny Amendola, tall and lanky. What about that? I mean, this guy wasn't tall, but was it Jakeem Grant? Yeah, that guy again, was fast. Again, not tall and lanky. Oh, well, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. They just have to no, have a there. Well, let me pull up some names. <laughs> don't let don't let Drew pull up some names now. I'm talking about like <laughs> he, he, said t- he said tall and lanky and then named three guys that were five seven. No, first of all, I didn't name a single one. I named one and I said he's not that tall. <laughs> but you named two just Two small white men. Oh, Drew. Drew, here's another fan base that I never want to see be, see be good ever again is Nebraska. Oh, that, why, is, that why is that? They'll burn. They'll burn the world to the ground. They're they're gonna think they're incredible when they win eight games. Hey, all they got. Dude, I'm honestly, I, I I don't know if it could get much worse for Nebraska. Drew, Tom, Tom, it can't. There's no way. Hey, they right? Are they, they are the right? worst program in the Big Ten West. Like, no question about it. That, that it doesn't get any worse than and that. And guess what, though? Did you guys know they sold out 389 straight games? That's also not true. Like, they <laughs> they will sell the tickets or whatever. But like, I'm just gonna show you guys this picture on air, so that way you guys can get a little bit of of, of commitment to what I'm saying. This is not. This is not sold out. Like, there's not people in the stands. 
Uh, also, what was what A and M? A and M claiming ninety thousand people at the game when there was maybe oh, fifteen hundred. I think that, no, there I wasn't think, even that many. <laughs> I think that picture was at halftime, but yeah, there's no way ninety thousand or like eighty six thousand people left that quickly. Well, my my background's not going to let me show you guys. Well, first of all, here, wait, listen to <laughs> the first the first guy on the roster yeah, for no. Texas Tech this year. He's a wide receiver. He's six foot two, and his name is Quan Shorts. <laughs> Quad shorts. Quad shorts. <laughs> oh, that's an awesome name. No, oh, no. I think that's, I think it's 2016. A, I think this is a perfect time to talk about um Tennessee. We were talking about fan bases that should never be good again. Tennessee was getting awfully cocky. Yo, awfully cocky. You know what I saw today? I saw Tennessee fans trying to call for Heifel's head. So I, I think that was kind of a meme, but yeah, it has to be a meme. There's no way. There's no way, right? Hey, they fire Hype. Could be a cowboy for sure. He'd be a poke. No, get yeah, yeah, Hype. What will happen is Hype will, <laughs> will get fired, and Mike Gundy will take that job. Yeah, and he'll run that shit right into the ground. It's not that hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Anyway, one thing that one thing I, we're gonna do at OU is uh we're gonna run out a coordinator. That has success in the past, and then we're gonna bring them back, and they're gonna bring their bring us another national championship. It's, it's what's gonna happen. All right, well, believe it when I see it, I guess. Long ways to go, six and five. Yeah, hey. yeah, they won one Bedlam game against the one of the worst OSU teams in a long time. At least we're, we're just reeling right now. Next and year, better believe it. National champions next year, <laughs> Oklahoma Sooner. You're here yeah. for yeah. that's just pure delusion right there. No, it's, it's pure facts. <laughs> okay, but I want to talk about Tennessee fans a little bit more, though, because these guys were like, Georgia can only beat Kentucky by 10 points and then decided to lose to South Carolina. <laughs> but, like, what? By 40. They lost by 25. 25. 63 Late minus board. 38 is 25, right? Yeah, 25. Yeah. Spencer, Spencer Rattler did the Justin Jefferson after he scored his fifth touchdown. He started Wait. counting on his fingers. Which good for him, but my my lord, he has not been good this year. <laughs> oh. Hey, we last last week, this time last week, we were we were saying Spencer Rattler's QBR uh, old enough to drink, and then he threw six touchdowns, so he, he proved us wrong. His well, his, his think, QBR this week would be in the grave. Yeah, he'd be like, who's the guy from the Bible that lived like nine hundred years? Methuselah. Methuselah. Yeah, his, his QBR is looking like Methuselah's age. <laughs> 96. That's what it was. 96.9. I'm not like, does QBR only go to 100? I feel like it would be higher than 100 if it was because he, yeah. I mean, he had a great game. I've seen QBRs at like 140. Yeah, it's like my NCAA 14 dynasties. I feel like that's passer. That's passer rating. Yeah, probably. Oh, probably. But that's what I always thought is QBR. Same. Hey, we okay. looked at after Jake uh, Baker, random. We were looking this up. Baker Mayfield's QBR is 17. So she, she can't get. Nope, 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 nope. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Nope. Uh, yeah, no, it was, she can't drink. We'll there just you go. move on from that one. Uh, anyways. Uh, hey, so, did y'all see that Ole Miss fan? Oh, dude. Wait. Electric. Electric. Are we talking about the helmet theft? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why, why, people got- getting, why are people getting so mad about like he stole like the Declaration of Independence? It's a helmet. Yeah. Yeah. It was strange. 
Did, did not, they're, get... not making a, they're not making a movie about National Treasure 4 about the stolen helmet. It's, it's a guy stole a helmet. Who cares? If anything, Ole Miss is definitely against the – I mean, they were the Rebels. I would, yeah. assume, I would assume he didn't get caught because we would have heard if he got caught. But since we haven't heard anything, it, it's probably better for that guy to stay under the radar for a very long time. So I, I would assume he hasn't been caught yet. I want to have him on the pod. So if he come, if they come out with his name and he's a felon, we're definitely having him on the pod. <laughs> All right. Uh, he has to be wearing the helmet while while we're doing the pod. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure if he's a felon at that point, he won't have the helmet. <laughs> he should just buy one off of Amazon at that point. Just act like it's a real one. Yeah. Tell, tell his kids, hey, I stole this right off somebody's head. That's the wild part. He literally grabbed it out of the guy, off the guy. Can you imagine if it was a close game? And it was like one of the star players for Ole Miss and no the Lane TCU Kiffin's Baylor game. Well, I'm I was just saying like what if, like what if like Lane Kiffin just was yelling at the guy getting the field and said, "Coach, a fan stole my fucking helmet." Yeah, that's, that's what we're saying. I yeah, can't get on the field. Could you imagine if TCU's kicker's helmet got stolen yeah. right before the play? <laughs> <laughs> that that would be an old like that that whoever the fan was they they would be a hell of a move. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the Baylor. back at it we're going to talk about another game on the list list that was 11 a.m in my opinion um really tough spot for michigan um you know i'm not a big 10 guy but i'll just go ahead and give michigan at least a little bit of a pass considering they lost their best player in the middle of the game to an injury emotionally that's not easy to do and then they're also obviously it's a look ahead spot i mean they're going to play their one true big test of the season against ohio state next week so i kind of give them a pass I don't think Illinois is horrible, so win is a win is a win, kind of. But what did you guys make of that game? Yeah, um, I thought obviously losing Blake Corn in the middle of the game doesn't help, but I think that they should have, still should have been able to beat them by more than they did. I really, I mean, you know, I guess Illinois is a decent team. I just don't think they're that good. We just saw Purdue kind of slap them around last week, and Purdue's not that good. <laughs> Do you, yeah. So, so who's going to make it to the championship game from the big in the Big Ten West? Is it Purdue then? Yeah. Is that like that's pretty much locked in, or am I, is that still up for debate? I think they're I think they're number one right now. Purdue and Iowa. So did Purdue beat Iowa? I guess no. I it might be Iowa again. Holy. Oh fuck. my god. Oh There's no. There's no Iowa. No. Iowa's five and three. In conference, no. Purdue is five and three in conference, and Iowa beat Purdue. Oh <laughs> who's their Who's their last conference game? Nebraska. We are going to watch was... Ohio State or Michigan brutally murder whoever is on the other side of that conference. And it's going to be Iowa. I mean, that's that's a joke. Yes. So Iowa is anywhere yes. near a conference championship. Yeah, it is. Don't even let them next to the trophy. Don't let them sniff the stadium. They should not be there. They should just cancel the game and just give it to Ohio State or Michigan at that point. So there's no let, need to play this. We don't already know what's going to happen. Or let Ohio State and Michigan play again. Let them play twice. I mean, because we are. I mean, man, good God. Do I really want to watch Ohio State just beat the living shit out of uh, Iowa again? What no, what just happened, Calvin? <laughs> My bad. I, I, uh, it's really it's echoing. There you go. There we go. Sorry, I, I I joined with my computer again. I think we're good. 
Okay. Um, Probably not, but I think we are. So a guy, uh, a guy tweeted at us um, before the podcast. He, he said, does allowing the Big Ten champion into the playoffs set a dangerous precedence? Um, wanted to say, he, he said, Ohio State's strength of schedule is 60th. Michigan's strength schedule is 83rd. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say no, it does not. The Big 12, ch- the Big Ten champion does not. But letting two teams in, yes, I do think it does set a dangerous precedence. Oh, dude, yeah, if, I, if two Big Ten teams get in, my goodness, that's like, what are we doing? That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Ohio State, and Michigan, both don't both deserve to be there, but their schedule's not helping them out any. No. With 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 that bad of a schedule, if you lose one time and you're like, well, I'm kind of screwed. Yeah, I agree. Especially when you're not going to look super impressive. I Michigan has been impressive most of the, their games, um, like the, the final score. But I mean, shoot, they this was a tough one. I mean, I don't know. They they've been pretty impressive in all their games. So I don't want to I don't want to single them out, but they, they could have been very easily lost to Illinois. I think they should have honestly. Yeah, I just don't know if Illinois has Illinois just didn't have the firepower on offense to like capitalize on some of the things Michigan wasn't doing well. I mean, uh, I mean, it's like uh, a, I mean, obviously they haven't really faced a, like a high-powered offense yet, but their defense looks pretty like really solid. Who was that, Michigan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and on the other side of that coin, I mean, Ohio State could have very easily lost to Maryland. I mean, I think Ohio State scored in the very last play of the game, so it was thirty-six thirty, and they gave the ball back to Talia with maybe 20, 30 seconds left in the game. Um, Talia Talia looked pretty good too. He threw for. 293 yards and only had 10 incompletions, two touchdowns. Pretty See, good game. We might have been we might have been boosting up Ohio State Ohio State's defense a little, a little because I mean I think other than Penn State, that's by far the best offense they faced all year, and it's still not even a very good one. Now, now outside of last week, you know, of course it's last weekend. Uh, they they had that fumble return. Ohio State has beaten every team they played by double digits, and I mean still holding true with Maryland. It's a little different story there, <laughs> yeah. but. Every, Every team they've played, they've beaten by double digits. There's not a team on their schedule that's been really that close outside of Maryland. No, yeah, you're, you're right. It's the just Penn, this, go ahead. The Drew. Penn State game was the Penn State game was close because and this one was when they just they had like two defensive touchdowns, like 30 seconds, something like that. Yeah, same with this game as well. And that, and and that doesn't I mean that doesn't mean that those touchdowns don't count. It's just uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like a scramble mode where Penn State and Maryland both are trying to score in miraculous ways to win the game. Well, I mean, Ohio State was up. Ohio State was up 44-24 in that Penn State game until Penn State scored a touchdown at the last second. So it's not like like that game was well in hand for the entire game. The Penn State well, no, game? No, it was it was a close game until the end. There was a one score game, was, and then I was uh, yeah, I guess it was close, but it was it was 30-21 with eight to go, 30-24, 37 24, 44-24, 44-31. So there was a State, lot of scoring in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Ohio State was fireworks. They, they, Ohio State took care of it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. No, they won the game. I, I just don't, I wouldn't have said that they were super impressive at that point because we had seen Michigan blow out Penn State. Knowing what I know now, probably a pretty good win. I think Penn State's pretty yeah. good. No, they're a good football team. Uh, but I think, oh, I mean, if, if let's say no conference championship, who gets in? What, who are we taking here? Like, like obviously, like there's going to have to be a winner. They're, they're going to have to play. And someone's gonna have to go to the conference championship. But if it gets to the end of the season and it comes out of one of these two teams, who would have a better shot? You think in the playoffs? And right without them playing each other yet, like just right now, who would you rather take the playoffs? I guess is the question. Mm. Well, well, now if Michigan doesn't have Blake Corbin anymore, I'll probably take Ohio State. Yeah, agreed. I don't. I have no clue. 
That's, that's the thing is that that's kind of what I was saying about this, these two teams is like, it's, it's not to this degree, but like, you know how Gonzaga plays some really good teams at the beginning of the season in November and uh, December, and then they play their really bad conference schedule. They get to the NCAA tournament. You don't really know how to judge them until they play some of those really good teams. Now, Gonzaga's almost won the national championship before. They're a very good team. Same with Ohio State, Michigan. But we don't know how good they are yet because they haven't played each other. They haven't played very many good teams. We will uh, we will see with Blake Corum, although today he was handing out uh, – he was handing out turkeys with, with his NIL money to, to fans. He was walking around carrying turkeys to fans out, out in the cold. So that, what a good guy. Signed. What a good guy. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. It, it, the non-contact nature of the injury didn't look great. But, I mean, shoot, we saw Jason Taylor this year where I thought his leg was snapped in half and he played the next game. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully hopefully it's speedy recovery because I want, I want both teams to be full. Like, I have all their stars ready. Yeah. Is JSN back? Um, I think they've been waiting for him to come back. So hopefully I'm looking, I'm looking, it's just horrible timing too, for Blake, for Blake Corman to get injured. Yeah. Right. Like right before the biggest game of the year, right before conference championships, it's a tough one. Same thing with Hendon hooker. Yeah. Yeah. It also really hurts for Hendon hooker because he's 25. So, I mean, do people really want a guy that just got injured in the draft? He's already 25. You think that hurts his draft stock? It um, definitely does. Yeah. No doubt about it. I just it. saw um, Blake Corum returned after his knee injury. Oh, he did. He yeah. did. He he was limping around quite a bit though. Which yeah, he, he he did look good. Well, that makes me think it's not an ACL then. Yeah, I think he's. I think it's probably just a sprain or something. I and my my opinion and what I've seen so far, and I, I, that my opinion means nothing, but it looks like to me it's a meniscus thing. Yeah, it could be a a, a meniscus tear because I remember when Patrick Beverly took out Westford's knee. Westbrook played the rest of that game and then got rolled out for the rest of the playoffs after that game. It's just, yeah, it's very, uh, you can, you can play through it if you have the adrenaline and kind of stretched out your knee, but then once it like tightens up a little bit, it hurts really bad. Um, but so I probably, I mean, like what, what, what are you guys looking for? Like to me, like, what do you think is the key of the game? Cause I feel like Michigan will be able to run it, but I also think Ohio State's going to be able to pass it. So like, does that do you think there's an area of strength that's like a real advantage for either team on there? Like, is there one of the two that that is bigger to you? Uh, here's my key of the game. I'm be I'm gonna be like Booger McFarland right here. Yeah, one team's got to score more points. Um, I don't. I really have no idea what's gonna happen in this game. Yeah, like no clue. We've got plenty of time to preview it, but I mean, it's been the biggest game of the Big Ten all year, so it's it's kind of looking forward to that. I really hope Michigan wins. That's what that's what I'm I'm rooting for Michigan. Why is that? Just out of curiosity. I've just hated Ohio State my entire life. So really no reason. Just I I like Michigan more than I like Ohio State. Yeah, so no reason. Uh, uh <laughs> my my I'm looking, I'm trying to see this game from yesterday. Uh it doesn't look like mine Williams played yesterday, which could be an issue for Ohio State. Uh well, I do agree with you. That could be an issue for sure. Um Dallas Hayden looked really good. That true freshman yeah. thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he did look really awesome. But I mean, it, yeah, yeah, can't really say much. But it looks all right. Jackson Smith and Jigba didn't play either. So who knows what who knows what he's gonna do, man. So so JSN didn't play, and Mayan Williamson. That the thing is that they had Travion Henderson didn't down Hayden Dallin Hayden. Sorry, uh, not Dallas Hayden. 
Dallin Hayden got more carries than Trayvon yeah, Henderson. Yeah, but Trayvon Henderson was banged up. He, he was, like, iffy before the game started. I, 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 knew, I say, knew that. I feel like he has not been a huge – or at least he hasn't had as good as year as we all thought he was going to. He's been banged I, up. I thought he was going to – He. I thought he had a chance to possibly win the Heisman. Yeah, I, I mean, I did too. Kind of incredible. Well, I, I don't know. He hasn't been banged up like that much. He's he's got a hundred. He's got over hundred carries already. He's got, but he's only got five hundred yards. I, I think, think he's got kind of beat out by the other guy. Maya. Maya, I think Mayan Williams played more. He's also been. That, that's the thing is Ohio State passes it a lot. So whoever's better in pass protection is a big deal. Yeah, and okay. I think I take. I think I would take Michigan. So that's you're taking Michigan right now. Yeah, I think so. I'm leaning Michigan, but like it does make these two teams are kind of seeming pretty similar, and then the fact that it's in Columbus makes me worry. The only the only reason I would think about Ohio State is because McCarthy didn't look incredible yesterday, and C.J. Stroud I think is a better quarterback in my opinion. Well, McCarthy threw that one or a couple of deep balls. I mean that the one that sticks out in my mind is the one where Andrew Anthony didn't catch it. Yeah. But there was a couple of you're like, man, McCarthy has some some arm strength. He throws a good ball, but there's also times where you're like, man, there's just not really much there. Yeah, no. I mean, the and, first pass uh, we ever saw him make in college was that one across the field, like fifty yards downfield too. So you're like, you, we wow. know he has arm strength. It just yeah. yesterday didn't look great. Are, are we like saying we go? Who we think is going to win the game? I'm like, obviously, I hope Michigan wins, but I think Ohio State's going to win just because I think I think the home home field advantage has more to yeah, play. Yeah, than... that is a good point. Agreed. I don't. I don't. I don't think there's any way Michigan. I I I want Michigan to win, but I I don't see it. The horseshoe. The horseshoe is, I mean, it's a horseshoe for a reason. When's the especially last time? Blake Cor- especially if Blake Corm's not 100%. When's the last time Michigan has won at Ohio State? I'm looking on Wikipedia right now. If no you guys want to keep talking for a second. I bet you it's, yeah. I bet you it's like late 2000s, early 2000s, maybe oh, early 2010s. Let me pull it up right away. That's really odd. Um, let me see here. Oh, jeez. Full matchup page. Don't want to click on this ad. Hang on. Here I'm gonna go. guess. Listen, I'm gonna take a guess. I'm gonna say 2007. Yeah, let us guess. Let's guess. I'm gonna say well, two, 2007. It it's an even year. Never mind. They need to be an even year. Yeah. So, uh, I'll say 2008. What year did they have Denard Robinson? Like 2014. 2010. 2010. <laughs> I thought he was 2011 to 2014, maybe. I'm gonna I'm go say, 2004. It. If I'm reading this correctly, which I believe I am, Michigan went. To Columbus, Ohio, in 2000 and won 38 26. That's, That's the last, last time? time. Yep. Jeez. Wow. So I can bet the, the uh, Buckeyes. That's a pretty strong trend, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, we'll see. Everything has to come to an end. Yeah. Throw. That's a good point. Keenan Allen is awesome. 92 In 92, there was a tie in Columbus, Ohio. Wow. That would cause a riot nowadays. Hey, Why yeah, did thank, they ever? Thank God. Thank God we can't tie these days. Because yeah. I know. If there's like a conference championship on the line, yeah, you guys tied. You guys, you can split it. You can split the trophy. I mean, they literally split the national championship trophy one year. That's so. That's so ridiculous. What would, I would... what would our conversation have been today if OSU and OU tied? Yesterday? That <laughs> happened. That happened in the nineties. Yeah, we have seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what what would we be saying? I no clue. We, we would be like, <laughs> we suck. No, we suck. Yeah, like... <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Oh, I, we I, suck I would, just much, just that much worse than you. I, I know for a fact I'd pick a penalty and ride that to my death. <laughs> you take what? I'd take a penalty that I think that should have been called or not called. Oh. and rode that to my death. Yeah. Well, hey, why it? did Ohio? Why did Ohio State vacate a game in 2010? 
Uh, because the of the, uh, the Jim Trestle thing. What they was the year they went on probation? That, that was it. That they, was the year. They, well, no, they went undefeated one year in their oh, probation. Yeah, no, I think that was... Oh, like 2015? Was, no, it wasn't that late. That was a year that Michigan had Denard Robinson on their team. So it was earlier. But yeah, I think it was 12, maybe. But they went 12-0, and 0 and they 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 didn't even go to a bowl game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 1992, Stillwater, Oklahoma. Oklahoma Sooners 15, Oklahoma State Cowboys 15. God. I don't know the 90s be, were, man. I think I'd rather lose. No, no. No. Yeah. I faced yeah, the same wanna, situation wanna, with my fantasy team. I just want an outcome. Yeah, but you but at that point you may it may be good to take a tie because then you you need the win to get in the conference championship game or something like that, you know. Well, oh, but our team also about this way, you wait. yesterday. Uh, you know. Okay, we tied. <laughs> also, you th- you think about this like you wait all year just to watch one game and you tie. Yeah, I'd rather just lose. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't. I, it would motivate the the fellows a little more for the next year if they lost. You know, you gotta be exactly. thinking like that. <laughs> okay, hey, let's talk USC UCLA. So that was an absolute classic, man. Um, so, so USC is doing this and I don't, this isn't like to, to push a narrative or anything, but their entire team is a transfer portal team. I think it shows you how good you can be right out of the transfer portal. Like they had the, their third string running back is a TCU transfer, Darwin Barlow. And he had a huge game, absolutely huge game. Um, he put the, he had the run to, to actually win the game. Um, it, it's like, it's kind of nuts to me that like, you could just get all these guys that are like, I mean, you look at USC's box score, every one of these players is from a different school last year, and they are going to win the Pac 12, most likely. Yeah. Well, they is a, is it basically USC versus Oregon now in the Pac 12 championship game? Is that what it looks like? I, it's for sure USC. USC for sure clinched yesterday. I don't think the, the second team is fully announced. Because yet. Utah lost yesterday to Oregon. Yeah. To Oregon. And UCLA has three conference losses, so they're out. But I think that there's a chance Washington still has a chance. Oh, I hope it's Oregon just so just for the sake of a good game. I agree. Yeah. Washington, Washington still does have a chance. They're six and two, and they have a win over Oregon. So if Oregon Oregon, Oregon loses one loss Oregon State, right? At Oregon State. Oh yeah, I guess uh, does this game even matter? No, it does so, because if, if Oregon yeah. State beats Oregon and Washington wins, Washington has the head to head over Oregon. Yeah. So Washington would get in. And Washington plays uh uh Washington State, who yeah. isn't terrible either. So a couple of good games. Well, I guess the Apple Cup. I guess I'm a big USC Duck fan year. next week. Utah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. USC USC clinched yesterday. I do remember seeing that. But or yeah, this the second place team is not fully announced. I've been I've been seeing people on Twitter saying that after that they think that Caleb Williams is the Heisman frontrunner now. No. No. I don't know if I believe it, but I saw a lot of a lot of chatter on Twitter about he it. Just he's gonna win it. He hasn't had the moments, man. I, I wish I wish that I mean, he had a huge moment this Saturday, but that's yeah, their first ranked win. C.J. Stroud, you think he's got to be the favorite at this point. But he doesn't have a moment either. That feels like just a default answer. He'll have the opportunity this weekend now. That's I'd say I'd say before Blake Corbin, no, you have someone. him. He'll well, have I, this weekend too. I'm just saying like they have yeah. – they don't, they don't have moments or anything, but I think just based off odds at the beginning of the season, they'll probably give the edge to C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Well, and that – I mean, if you want me to be completely honest on who I think should be the Heisman, if it wasn't to, to be a logo, I think Max you'd Duggan. Look, you'd have to look at Max Duggan. Yeah, like you'd have to look at him. He's been a tough motherfucker. He's made every throw. 
And when his team needs to put him on, when he needs to put his team on his back, he does it every week. He has he has plenty of he has plenty of moments. Exactly. There's a there's another thing that college football doesn't respect enough, and that is winning. I, and they had those white uniforms on. He had his his arm was all bleeding. Led him to a field goal that was crazy as hell. Like that was a moment for Heisman win, like right there. Well, also, and, what about what about Stetson Bennett? No. I just think people think I, – I mean, I agree with you, Drew. He definitely deserves some respect. But I think people think of Georgia more as just a machine at this point, that it's not really Stetson Bennett being standout, you know? Well, I mean, also, I mean, based off numbers this year, you would think that Bryce Young would be in consideration. Yeah, he, but he won it last him year. Missing a couple, him missing a couple games probably hurt, him, hurt it a lot. But based, based solely off – I mean, if we're comparing Caleb Williams and Max Duggan based solely off their stats-wise, bro, it – Caleb Williams is kind of by a long shot right now, but uh, I mean, I agree. Max Duggan has so many moments, man. It's it's just ridiculous. And CJ Stroud kind of, I don't I mean, CJ Stroud has an opportunity to make a moment this week, but I don't really know if his stats are, I'm, I'm not, I'm not here to say Caleb Williams should win the Heisman or anything like that, but. Well, well, who do you guys, if it was up to you, like who would you vote, for, who would you vote for? But also who do you think is the best single player in the country? Cause I think it's Bryce Young. I still do. I think Caleb Williams is the best player in the country. He's up there. I, I'm, I'm not going dis- to. I'm not going to disagree with you. He's definitely. That's definitely not a bad pick. We're we're kind of forgetting a guy who hasn't really gotten much respect in the name of uh, Drake May. I believe is who I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, quarterback at UNC. Yeah, Drake May has been. I, I know they just lost this week and all that, but I mean Drake May has better stats than Caleb Williams does right now. Just his team just hasn't won as much. And with a very worse team than you see than USC. The thing is, yeah, is it, before this week they had one as much as USC. That that's kind of the the, the weird part about it. Drake tough May, tough Drake week May, this week. I mean, he's leading his team in rushing. Drake May is. So it's kind of ridiculous. And he's got he's got more touchdowns and more passing yards than Caleb Williams does. Isn't that crazy how they went from Sam Howell, who all of us were like, man, Sam Howell is just he's he's trying his best, but this team's just not very good. And then went to Drake May, who might just be better. Yeah, well, I before, think last year, before last year, we were kind of talking about Sam Howell and the Heisman. Yeah. Like, and then they lost their first game to Virginia Tech. But Well, the preseason, the preseason, it was Spencer Rattler and Sam Howell. Yeah. It was those two they ready that, that was going to have a battle for it. But those two. And North, they're going to build, they're going to build a May family statue in North Carolina someday. And you need to. They deserve it. Yeah. Jake and I were, Jake what do you think's in that? What, what do you think's in their jeans, man? A little bit of dog? There's a little bit of dog in them. A bit of dog. Jake and I were talking about it before. Um, Bo May, he Luke is now May. a freshman on UNC basketball. Oh. Um, is that Luke May's brother? Is that all? They're all yeah, brothers? they're all related. Then there's Cole May, who is currently playing baseball at Florida, and the dad um, also played quarterback at UNC. Good it is that. it. It's ridiculous. Oh my God, I saw. Can you imagine? Saw... Can you imagine being the kid that just gets addicted to weed in that family? <laughs> You're tough just one. addicted yeah, to weed. One. You're not. You're not. You're not performing at a D1 level anymore. Like, yeah, mom, hey, mom so, I'm going to drive my Honda Civic to the California saw, coast um, and just call it good there. I saw a Twitter thread full of Alabama fans thinking that they're about to get Drake Man transfer portal this offseason. Really? Who? I don't mean. I, I don't see. Well, I don't see it happening because I feel like Luke. I mean, Drake May is just straight North Carolina in his jeans. But who, who I would hate. I, I would. I would hate if that happens. I mean, I don't. It was, obviously, there's like no sources behind it. I just saw it on Twitter. So, Tom, you know what team? Sorry, Alabama. Alabama. Oh, I mean, that would be something. Would you so, say, Jake? so, Tom? You said which which was one of the kids of the May family went to Florida? 
Yeah, Cole May he plays baseball at Florida. And he didn't go to UNC? He did not go to UNC. So are I we seeing he... a are we seeing a new quarterback in Florida? Or a new quarterback at Alabama. Hey, I mean, I I I would be heartbroken if that happened. I'm not gonna lie. I know he looks good in the Navy and the and the Carolina blue for sure. Hey, to kind of go back on that Heisman situation, I I mean, unless you can come up with a different name, I think Cam Williams has the, the best stats at this point in the season. Oh yeah, statistically, I mean, yeah, I'm I just I just feel like I don't know. USC quarterback, like he's he's one. Yeah. Yeah. He's one. Yeah, I agree. All right, Bryce Young to me is the best player in the country, but he should not win the Heisman this year. I I agree. I think Bryce Young is just a, a total freak, but I I uh this looks a lot like the old OU Lincoln Riley teams. Score a lot of points, allow a lot of points. But it works. Get a key turnover late, though. Key turnover late. Sneak in the playoffs and get blown out by Georgia. So what I want to happen is, okay, so what's your ideal playoff scenario? Because what I'm seeing right now at this point, um, we could talk about a couple of these games this week, but I think it's a more interesting conversation is this. I want TCU to be the three, Michigan, Ohio State winner to be the two, and I want the one to be Georgia and the four to be USC. That's literally the exact thing I was going to say, just so I can see USC get their penises stomped. How do you really feel about USC, though, Drew? Oh, don't, hey, don't forget he loves Caleb Williams. He, lo- he loves he loves Caleb Williams, but he, he has I do love Caleb Williams. He, he, he hopes he gets his penis Williams. stomped. Yeah, oh, I don't forget he loves him. I, I hope his team. I mean, I hope I hope that they get just absolutely dominated. But I hope I, I hope he has a great it's just, career. That, that's not love. That's not love. What do you mean? It's not love. I hate his team. I like him. That's it, not it's, love. It's, it's not I hate love. the Lakers. I, I I hate the Lakers, but I love Russell Westbrook. But you're not you're not actively rooting for the Lakers to lose every single game by a thousand points. I mean, it makes, it makes me happy killed. when I see him lose. And, but but you're not rooting for their head coach to get killed, like you said a few weeks ago. Let's let's keep that in mind. Oh, Drew Drew's just ruthlessly. Don't have, that's because the Lakers don't have Satan running their running their basketball team. Well, who knows? You know what they do in Hollywood nowadays. Who knows? I mean, you've seen you've seen the you've seen their. See, you, you can you can have a player you like on a team you despise. Oh, it's Jimmy Butler for me on the Heat. Listen, I, love, I, love, I love Jimmy. I, I love Caleb Williams. He he did a lot for OU, but I cannot. I did he really? Do that I, much I, for I physically cannot root for USC to win ever again. Ever. Did he really do that much for OU? Or did he win one game for OU? Let's be honest. Let's be he won a lot. He won one game that will. He won one game. He won yeah, one game. He actually, he, he but actually that is won not more just like, one game. He won about he won about like eight games actually. No, no, no. I'm saying he won one game that like truly mattered. Let's be honest. I mean, he, but that's honest. not it. You can't Still. call the Red River just a normal game because it's normally not. I said it. I said a game that truly matters. Okay. I said he won one game well, that truly matters. Still, and he put up a lot of crazy numbers at OU. So I mean, obviously, it was fun to watch him. It was yeah, awesome. Fine, he was the quarter. He, he didn't do. He didn't do a lot for OU. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I think he did. I think he's done more for USC than he's done for OU for sure. Absolutely. Well, I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I still think yeah. he did a lot for OU though. No, I didn't know. You. I didn't think you were arguing that. Uh, okay. So what? So you guys all same same dream playoff scenario. Is yeah, there any? Perfect. Is there any Absolutely. one? For Clemson to be in, because I don't think I want Clemson. No, I don't want them in at all. I don't think they're very good. Well, at the end of the day, I mean, this is this is just like I actually don't want USC to make it, but <laughs> if they do, that's what I want the scenario to be. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's looking like that's going to be the only opportunity. And the I don't, ACC I don't... championship, the ACC championship's already been decided too. So it's Clemson and North Carolina. Is that right? Like, As, so North Carolina, even with the loss, they're in, like, oh, I guess they're in the Coastal or Atlantic. Yeah, yeah it doesn't. Yeah. Who, who are other teams that are? I mean, what what about we're thinking about? We're forgetting about LSU here. LSU, LSU beats Georgia. 
but that's not going to happen. That's kind of how I feel. Well, if it does, then USC's kind of screwed. So what happened? So, well, who else would? Uh, that's the other but thing how, is we're, we're forgetting Ohio State and Michigan might have a chance. Yeah, I would rather put. I would rather I don't see USC a situation of both of them getting in. USC, USC, just beat number sixteen UCLA on the road. Mm-hmm. They'll beat number eight. They'll beat Notre Dame, who will be ranked higher than eighteen this week. And Oregon State. And then, and then they'll beat Oregon. Then, yeah. There's and, no, there, there's no way if they went out, they're not in. There's little, there's no shot. So, okay, I agree with you. But what if everybody that is in front of them went out? Well, they can't because Michigan and Ohio State play each other. Well, like I'm talking about, like teams that like LSU. LSU's behind them. LSU just saying them. Isn't LSU in front of them? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm looking at the wrong thing here. Why the fuck? Why, why do they do this? No, no, no. You're right. USC's in ahead of them. No, that's AP top twenty-five. Yeah, that's AP top. 25. So college CF- football, the playout, the CFP has LSU ranked ahead of USC. Wow, that's that's ridiculous. That's I'm, stupid. How did we not talk about that more? That's just ridiculous. Okay, but if you look at the like schedule and stuff, like who you're playing. Yeah, but but ten, but LSU has like, like that loss to Florida State, man. Like I know it was close. They were the worst team in that game. Like that Florida was, State won that like game. Three though, wasn't it? Agreed. But th- if we're looking at, like, I get what you're saying, like recency bias. But like, they also got blown out by Tennessee, who then also got blown out by South Carolina. Yeah. It's, I just don't think. I just, I just don't. I just don't think there should ever be a two loss team ahead of a one loss team. Agreed. No. The Clemson. Right. Unless, unless it's Alabama's case, because I actually do think Alabama might be better than USC, but I don't think LSU is. I just, I just, I hope for the most heartbreak for that fandom. But he, but he loves Caleb Williams. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, think, I, I, think I, I just honestly like, like why, Drew, why I, is I that think... such a hard thing to understand though? Oh Wish you, you know what love is, bro. Like if you understand what love is. <laughs> Wish you heartbreak. I just gave you a scenario though. I told you I hate the Lakers, but I love Russell Westbrook. It's the same thing. But wishing heartbreak upon the team he plays for, meaning he can't play, which means he's sad as well, is not love. That's not love. I don't care. I don't, I, but that's not love. Been sad before. I don't. I don't care. It's it's not it's not love at all. I'm sorry. It is love. I, mean, I I I love watching the Lakers suck ass, and I know it made Russell Westbrook sad, but I don't care. That, then that's not love, dude. You, you don't understand it what is love, love is. Russell Westbrook's my favorite athlete of all time. You can't define love. Define love. I I love the player. That you love, can't use the, the word, word in your definition. You literally can't use your word in the definition. True. What do you mean? True. True. What do you like? You're I, just I saying you like, respect him. You, you respect him. You no, don't. Love I love him. Caleb Williams. I don't care. I don't understand like how it's like how it's not that hard to understand. I True. love the player. You're, you're the, the only team. one. I, I promise you're the only one on this side of the argument. I promise. I promise. No, I just I, I don't understand. Like, how is it hard that hard to understand though? Like, if I I love a single player, but I can hate the team. Like it's not like I'm. I think I think Drew, just say you respect him. You don't love him. Well, the thing is, if Caleb Williams went anywhere other than USC, like I'm rooting for that team to win. But since he's at that team, I'm not rooting for his team to win. I'm rooting for him. You can't root for him only. I can. Mm, Not really. I've been doing it all year. How do you feel? But you hope his team loses in heartbreaking fashion, thus making him terribly sad, and, and his team. Yeah, can't exactly. Win. He played his heart out against. He played his heart out against Utah. He had good numbers. His team still lost. He still did good. How do you feel about Jaden Hazelwood? I mean, I don't. I don't have. I don't. I never loved Jaden Hazelwood. Hazelwood to begin with. I saw um, an Arkansas fan complain, say the exact word on Twitter that I said when he was at OU. This guy doesn't do shit. They don't really. They don't. 
I don't know if they use him a lot either. I'm, well, like, I was just I, saying, like, another be... somebody that transferred from OU that didn't go to USC, I feel like you would respect them, but you don't love them. Well, well I never I loved, love... like, Tanner Mordecai. That's awesome. I love that guy. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, whenever Shane Ellingworth transferred, I love Shane. Yeah. He, now, he's like... not very good, but, <laughs> like, I love him. I think if you put Shane Ellingworth in the 1980s and they had – oh, maybe not, maybe not. I don't know. If you put Shane Ellingworth on a seven-on-seven seven field, he'd light it up. I just, I just don't understand why why I can't love a singular person, but I can't I don't I don't have to love the team he plays for. I'm almost positive that you said the guy you want to step on your coach's head, their coach's head is Caleb Williams. Yeah, that make me love him even more. That make him love. They make me love him even more. Well, you're 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 cheering <laughs> for a murder, which doesn't seem like love, man. I'm not cheering for a murder, just uh. Murder! You said you wanted that guy to die. Obviously, clearly, I don't want him actually to die. It was just like, I can't stand him, so I hope bad things happen to him. Hey, I've said it before. You know what I'm really excited for? USC to win a national championship, so Lincoln Riley comes coaches the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, really excited. I hope I hope that never, ever happens. I hope. I, I really hope it does. That'd be really awesome. Well, you're rooting Lincoln for Riley USC to win a national championship. Yeah, because he'll then leave for the NFL and then uh, probably get hired by the I Cowboys. Think, I don't think that's how it will work. I think he'll just stay. I don't know. I think he. I think that guy clearly has no loyalty, so he jump ship to the NFL real quick. I'm pretty sure every coach that's coached at USC that's won a national championship has gone to the NFL. Yeah, Pete Carroll. Like no, I'm pretty sure that's like the, that's like their their. I just thing. hope I hope USC never wins anything ever. But am I wrong, guys? Am I wrong for what I'm saying about this whole love situation? I can't. Well, I don't understand. Like, I, how is it? How is it so that hard to understand though? Like, I I hope he does. Well, I understand. I understand what you're saying, but what you're not understanding is that's not love. That's not. It is love, though. It's true. True. <laughs> that is not. I can't believe we're doing this, but what is love? You, he doesn't know. Like, he he can't know. Drew's definition of love is the player he loves. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I, okay, I respect like, that. I, I love the way he plays football. He did good things for my team, so therefore I love him. But you but you want him to lose. Drew just I wants want his to, team to lose. out real hard. You want him to lose. Williams. I want his team to lose. So you want him to lose. So... Who cares if I want him to lose? It doesn't mean I don't love him. Uh, people who love him seem to care about that kind of stuff, honestly. Oh, I don't I don't understand how it's been. I root for Russell Westbrook's team to lose. I still love him. You can't argue I love Russell Westbrook. I have poster of him all over my wall. That's fine, but you have poster like wall. in a thunder uniform, not 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 in your not in a Laker uniform. I don't care. I still love him. Hey Drew, move your I'm head for a second. I want to see the, I want to see your decorated wall. Well, it's not up there. It's, uh, it was. There's it's in my box. I have Westbrook <laughs> jerseys everywhere. No, I mean I know Drew. I know Drew loves us Westbrook. I can vouch for him on that when when he started crying when they traded him. Hey, which, which is fine, but again, one singular tier. Though. It was one it's singular it's, tier. It's, it's, it's legitimately it the same thing. It, it's it's not. It, it, how is it not the same thing? I, I root for Lakers you, to lose, but I love Russell you're Westbrook. Saying, what you're saying about Caleb Williams is not love. What you've said about Caleb well, I, Williams all along is not love. So how is it not the same thing as Russell Westbrook though? I root for him to do good. He does all good. The stuff you have his, him, his team loses, I don't care. It makes me happy. You don't care though. You really don't care as much as you say you don't. You care. You don't care about the U.S. You want USC to lose more than you want the Lakers to lose. Well, obviously, because there's more games. But no, what I'm saying is, you, you, sure, I root against the Lakers. But again, then that's then this is an apples oh, to oranges. Don't have to worry about that, Drew. This is no, apples to oranges yeah, argument. Because obviously, the Lakers are going to lose more than USC is going to lose. Hopefully, my God, that would be ridiculous if it didn't happen. Well, they'd go like seventy and twelve. Like, I don't understand how it's not possible to love something. But also hate the t- the things associated with. 
Drew, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like you're trying like, to it's like it's like US, like Caleb Williams is not USC. I hate USC. Caleb Williams is not USC. That's fine. But so again, it's like it, so I, it, I love that guy, but I cannot stand USC. But you're not what, that guy, pal. The quarterback of the team you leaves hate. USC is one of my favorite players in the NFL. That's all that's how it goes. Which is fine. But right so now I, I love him. You can't well, say you like, love I don't that understand guy. why it's that hard to understand. <laughs> At this point, guys, we're not going to get it. Really for five well, minutes yeah, just going in a circle. Bro, I don't bro, understand how it's that hard bro. to understand. That's that's my that's, only thing. It's not love. It's It, it, it is it, love, it, though. It's my okay. definition of a love. You might have well, a different definition. It is love, life. Drew. It is. Okay. It's like a Hallmark Christmas movie. What is love? I just like, where's Santa at this point? Yeah. If you can't if you can't define love without using the word in the definition, you don't know what it is. Santa's gonna come and what's the definition of love? Then? How are you gonna say how are you gonna say how are you gonna define love without using love? I don't understand how to define it. The same way you define any other word without using the word. Well, you it's an, I don't I'm not good at that shit. There's a reason uh, I got like this 18 on my English portion of my ACT. I mean I wasn't here. An, to, an to, intense feeling, that. an intense feeling of deep affection. That's what love is. Yeah. Let me go. That guy I would also throw in the word explain. admiration. Right. Yeah. Hey. Um, okay. You know what? You know what's real fun about that whole situation? Lincoln Riley's gonna coach the Dallas Cowboys someday. So well, I hope he I, that, did I, just, hey, goes, I hope he did I just mute you guys. Rally. You muted me. I, I, was Cowboys too. Oh, I think I accidentally, I accidentally clicked on something. So yeah, I didn't mean to mute anybody. Okay. Hey, okay. let's talk about Tennessee though, real quick, real quick before we get off this pod. We've got a couple minutes left. Tennessee, sad, sad to see them go because we did. James Droz announced he wanted to see Tennessee balls win it. I think a lot of us kind of felt the same. We want to see Tennessee back in the playoff. That's not going to happen. Um, but did, did you guys feel a little bit of gratitude, a little bit, you know, a little bit happy for for Spencer Rattler, and did you feel a little bit kind of? Because I was kind of I, Tennessee's fan base kind of get, rubbed me the wrong way. I, did, I like Tennessee, but they were kind of acting like they've been here before. And they haven't. It was weirdly cool for me to like, like seeing Spencer Rattler do good. I was like, oh, like good for that guy. Like, yeah, they beat Tennessee. Like it was kind of cool to see. Honestly, y'all don't have to hate him. You know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, no, um, I never I, enjoyed Spencer Rattler, but now I'm like, okay. Good, good I got in a screaming match with a girl at the game uh, because I saw Spencer Rattler was winning. I was like, yes, yeah, Spencer. And she goes, she looked at me, she was like, no, fuck that guy. He left. And I was like, okay, fuck you. Go yeah. die. No, she probably has no clue. That's the problem. She has no clue. No. She has no clue, Spencer. I mean, Spencer did a lot for OU. I, I'll always love that guy. He just got beat out by a better guy. See now, what you're saying, Tom, is a little a little bit different because he went to the different FC. You know what I'm saying? So if 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 Caleb Williams had gone to South Carolina, I feel like Drew probably would love him. I, I, oh yeah, I no, anyway. I. I, mean, I don't understand. Why did you bring it back up? Why did you say it? Uh, we just had to finish on that note. All right, that's our podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. Tell your friends, tell your aunts, tell your uncles. It's Thanksgiving, so tell the whole family. Um, we appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Find us on socials at Three Man Rush FB. Um, you know, tweet at us, text us, whatever you want to do. We'll we'll go over the topics you guys want us to discuss and try and get some 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 questions answered. Um, you guys got anything else to say, real quick? Live hey. pod, live pod, live pod. Yeah. And also, tell tell your mom you love them. Tell your dad you love them. Tell someone you love them. You know what? Tell us what you're thankful for on our text hey, number. Oh, yeah, read it off. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm thankful that my ground beef is thawed. I'm about to eat hamburger helper. That's huge. <laughs> huge. All right. There you go. All right. We appreciate you guys listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye bye. Bye.